the self-development with tactics podcast once again um it's been some time it's been some some days you know through the holidays not having uh, um i mean of course one could really incorporate quite everything into one's life but you know to some degree it, it would include some um you know some bit of of unnecessarity i would argue um and i think being able to um you know break a routine i think and adapt a routine to um you know one's lifestyle one's whatever it might be is uh, also very important uh something that um i mean some people would definitely also say okay you know this is kind of my uh you know once discipline lacking and then whatever but yeah anyway we're going through a book summary today i really like doing so and i i would you know i would really have to you know write it down what i like about it particularly but today it's going to be about college apparently um i'm gonna show you is it this no it's not that is from the net eliason or net eliason.com site i would actually um need to look that up from the college section which i think is just you know primarily targeted at people that are young and um you know people that might always be some sort of lost i think um i would say that you know before i was was starting the episode i thought well what if i just go through something dog training related because there is an an extra section for that because you know there are probably certain things that i can take from that and you know translate it into different parts of life something else that i do want to note um that i found particularly interesting today as i was listening to a podcast episode by andrew huberman was him mentioning that um you know first of all tim ferris being a great inspiration for him on one hand and on the other hand that's the things that you know particularly i think the diet is low carb diet that tim promoted and i think still is doing to to quite some bit um among other things is um you know really ahead or i think is still and it maybe was um, it might be be leveled now but back then was really ahead of the curve in, in in terms of you know what i think people and also science knew which really struck me and which was really interesting to me so maybe you know also going through those rather old resources by tim ferris which um you know there, are, there is quite a lot available in the web and also in his books might be really a smart idea anyway the defining decade by mac j it is a guide to not feeling lost in your 30s and 40s from a clinical psychologist who sees young people it is a must read if you're in your 20s so some of the research and examples are subject but the advice is excellent it was rated 9 out of 10 which really does mean something i mean if you're going through hundreds and hundreds of books uh a rating does mean something anyway the book centers around Chase's experience as a clinical psychologist seeing people in their 30s and 40s who are hamstrung by having lack of vision in their 20s. This book is meant to provide people in their 20s with some direction around creating that vision and not in a corny way. So um, that they're setting themselves up, up better for their 30s and beyond instead of playing catch up after derping around for eight years. 
She highlights how the job market has shifted for people coming out of college. The Great Recession and its continuing aftermath have led many 20-something feeling naive, even devastated. 20-somethings are more educated than ever before, but a smaller percentage find work after college, which I didn't know and I still um, also do not know if this is uh, applicable to 2022-2023 as well. It might not be the case, but um, you know, who really knows? Let's change that. Um, let's see. Uh, many entry-level jobs have gone overseas, making it more difficult for 20-somethings to gain a foothold at home with a contracting economy and growing population. Unemployment is at its highest in decades. An unpaid internship is the new starter job, which is complete bullshit, at least at my point of view. But, you know, it, it's, it's, it's fine and it probably is fine for some people. Um... About a quarter of 20-somethings are out of work and another quarter work only part-time. 20-somethings who do have paying jobs earn less than their 1970s counterparts when adjusted for inflation. So all of the options that we have seem to be to our detriment. So many of Jay's patients describe feelings, uh, feeling lost in a sea of options, not able to dedicate themselves to anything because of so many alternatives, which... You know, I don't know if, I mean, I think this is a general problem also when it comes to what should I study, for example. Um, many people, actually, almost all of the people that I'm talking to say that they do not know what they should be studying. They don't know what, what fits them best and, um, you know, how should they know? I mean, for some people, it might come really easy because of you know certain reasons, maybe the family, maybe, you know, something else. I don't really know. But uh, I think for the majority, it really is um, quite a hard decision to to make. And um, on one hand, probably because of all the alternatives there are. I mean, there are quite a few things that, you know, you can study locally. But also, I mean, you can also do things internationally. But yeah, um, identity capital. Jay starts off the work, quote-unquote, section of the book by introducing the idea of identity capital, which is the collection of skills, relationships, and professional resources we build up over our lives. Eric Erickson. Which is the collection of skills, relationships, and professional resources we build up over our lives. Many people in their 20s aren't built up on any of them by sitting around at home or taking debt and jobs. GPA... <coughs> And college degrees don't really count since everyone has them. Once again, I think it, um, or once again, well, it, it really does matter where you're living, where you're coming from, um, what education that you're having, and um, period. I mean, this is, you know, this might be true for the US and may definitely not be true for where I'm living, so... Never building up this capital and never getting good jobs leads to depression, sitting around at home, drinking ends the op <laughs> opioid epidemic. Um, I don't know if there is any link, but you know it could surely be the case. Jay's advice, take the job with the most career capital where you'll build the most relationships, learn the most, grow the most and not necessarily make the most money, um, which I think is really good advice and really is sensical. Um up to the point where you have to really make some money so you can sustain yourself. Of course, having a frugal lifestyle, you know, not having the newest shit all the time, 
really you know does help but um in certain areas certain countries certain states certain whatever housing prices are just you know so incredibly high and um of course you can still be at home which is fine which is totally great if the relationship with your parents is fine which is not the case for everyone and so some people really do have to maybe even have to do two jobs or three of them and whatever but yes it obviously makes sense to do a job where there is a lot of um you know capital for the future a lot of connections a lot of things to learn and whatever um i do remember that i went through this book summary before but um i also do remember that it was quite good i guess weak ties chase gone on goes on to highlight how important weak ties are for the job market weak ties tends to be the best sources of employment and a large network of weak ties gives you the broad reach and greatest perspective instead of a few very close ties chase advice build up your network of weak ties instead of only spending time with your close friends it is the people you rarely talk to who might lead to futurous uh for fortitious i'm sorry relationships down the road and you want the broad exposure which i also understand um but i also do believe that people may not be fine with um you know i don't know i don't know how to explain that but you know always trying to get something out of everything that you're doing you know out of um, the people that you're spending your time with out of whatever it might be i don't really know if this is the best approach to life of course it makes sense i don't want to say that um you should only be uh, i don't know having two threads or whatever um but i also wouldn't say that um i think it really comes up to how you're dealing with it of course i can be an asshole and just you know really think about what i can get from those people that i'm spending my time with but i can also just be genuine and and really just only make friends with um people that i enjoy being with um but just you know trying to have as many friends as i want to have of course there's also going to be certain downsides of okay i have to attend this party i have to be there and whatever you know everywhere quite at some point which is cool for some people and really not cool for some other people including myself the unthought known we all have unthought knowns, things we have forgotten about ourselves but still know under the surface. In context here, Jay is referring to the dreams of who we want to be and what we want to do that get stifled by practicality in our peers. So her advice is, or his, I don't actually remember. Introspect and try to find what you know about yourself but are afraid to admit to yourself. What do you want deep down but don't know how to get or are afraid you will fail at? um which i think is smart nothing new my life should look better on facebook after graduating and being fixed on a college process many students feel they are failing in their 20s because they don't know how to get a, how to get an a anymore they are used to having a formula for success and now that is now that it's gone they feel lost very few people reach their potential in their 20s it is more likely to happen in your 30s 40s or even 50s 
So stop focusing on glory or impressing other people. Focus on what you want to do with your life. If that means moving to Nashville and settling down, do it. You don't have to become a rocket surgeon. Yeah, you don't have to be a rocket surgeon. Um, I think definitely the case. Unless you really want to do so. Um, depends on you, depends on what you're good at. Um, which, you know, might tie into the, the thought above. If you know that you are really good at, I don't know, X, Y, and Z, you should probably do that. Um, and you really like it, unless you really hate it, then, you know, I wouldn't suggest doing so. But, uh, yeah. The customized life. Picking something when we have the world of options in front of us feels limiting. We don't want to give up freedom, don't want to give up the ability to, to go in any direction. So Jay's advice, you want your professional life to have a story, not just be a list. Picking your interests and talents and what you want to apply them to can create a story and a narrative that you bring to interviews and coffee dates. You need to decide what you want to focus on. Yeah, customized life. Um. What I'm seeing as a customized life is not just being your degree. Um, you might have a degree in whatever the fuck, but uh, once a teacher in university told me that, or told us that nobody really gives a shit about the things that you're doing in university, but rather things that you're doing outside of university, so in your free time. And uh, I mean, if I would be employing somebody, of course, I would give a shit about, I mean, what is this person doing um, besides just, you know, studying and, you know, maybe even having all A's in, in everything this person is doing in um, this person's uh, uh, academical career. It could be the case, but, you know, of course, it is very interesting if this person is doing this, that, and the other thing. If this person is having maybe a podcast that is relevant to some degree. If this person um, speaks language better than, you know, somebody else that is also, um, or that I've also interviewed, and so on and so forth. I mean, there are many, many, um, also how you're presenting yourself, if you're able to, to deal with people, if you're able to talk, if, you know, you're likable, I think is a very big one as well. So the customized life for me is really awesome. And this is definitely advice from myself, trying to build skills, trying to build knowledge in certain spaces in your free time, just because you're interested in life and just because you're interested in things and period. But yeah, that being said, I'm going to end the episodes here. Um, hopefully see you soon and wish you the best.